0: In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to TAM Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotsenpiller. Hey guys, well welcome back to TAM Talks. So whether you are joining us today on my YouTube channel or you are listening on our podcast, we're so glad you're here. And as you know, we're in a series of discussions and talks about the Lord's Prayer. You know, something we do at TAM Talks is just real and honest conversation. And sometimes I love to bring guests in, and sometimes I love to just teach through a concept or a thought or a biblical passage. And I really felt led to share with you guys about the Lord's Prayer. So we are, I think, four or five podcasts into this series. I hope you go back and pick up from the beginning. And we're going to talk today about what God wants to say to us through the Lord's Prayer. If you remember, we talked about how Jesus was coming out of the wilderness, and he basically just began sharing and talking and mentoring to those around him, the multitudes, he called them. And they went up on the mountain, and he began to teach them about life. And then his disciples looked and said, but Lord, teach us to pray. And he began to teach them to pray. Now, a few weeks ago or days ago, whenever you listened to my last podcast, you remember that I talked to you about the Lord's Prayer is kind of like a sandwich. There's... Two slices of bread, and then there's your request in the middle. You see, it starts off with God and it ends with God, and our requests are in the middle. We are sandwiched in the love and the grace of God. So today what I want to do is I want to break down for you what Jesus said in the middle of the Lord's Prayer when he talked about our specific needs, the things that we want to ask about, the things that we have have um, struggles with. So I want to walk you through that part of the Lord's Prayer. And it starts like this: give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil there's 3 things that Jesus talks about right here 3 things that he wants to address humanity and as i was going over this podcast it reminded me of the very beginning of time when when eve was in the garden of eden and when the enemy came and tried to tempt her And there's three areas or three ways that Satan will always come to try to tempt you. And that is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, or the pride of life. And we're gonna talk about that in our segment on temptation. So let's break this down. The first thing that Jesus said to his disciples was, "'Give us this day our daily bread.'" let's think about this. Remember, Jesus had just come out, chapter 4 of the wilderness, where he had been fasting. So he understood that they needed food. He had to be hungry at this time, or at least he experienced hunger. And he realized that, that they need food. So literally, listen to me, we need to talk to God about our daily bread. That means the things that we eat, our sustenance, our food, whether that be the job and vocation that you have, and God provides resources for you, or or just the very food itself. But I believe, that when Jesus was teaching his disciples that he was teaching them on two levels now listen to me this is so important everything that God teaches us through his word is on two levels he's speaking to us in our humanity and he's speaking to us in a spiritual realm so he's gonna talk to them physically you need to ask God for your daily food for your provisions this morning as I was going over my notes for this I thought you know God I think I don't ask you for my daily bread because I plan my daily meals. I literally do meal planning. I know what I'm going to eat every day, every week. I run to the grocery store, I stock up every week. So I don't have to rely on him really for my daily bread. Most of us don't. And I think there's an urgency when we think back to the Old Testament where God provided manna for them where he provided bread for them every day because he was trying to teach them to rely on him every day. Give us this day, you can say, our daily manna, just like he did, and there's some scriptures I wanna share with you about that. The Bible tells us in Psalm 78, verse 24 and 25, he rained down manna upon them to eat, and he gave them food from heaven. Man did eat the bread of angels, and he sent food for them in abundance. Do you remember that story? I'm sure the disciples knew it because they were familiar with the Old Testament laws of Moses. They knew that God had provided for them day in and day out. And let me ask you right now, are you so self-sufficient that you don't rely really on, on your manna every day? You don't rely on that? What if you had to? You know, I ran into a homeless woman this morning that I got to share with, and God told me, go buy her food. And so I was able to meet the needs of someone else. So you might not have to worry about food for yourself, but maybe you're supposed to meet the needs of someone else physically with manna. The Bible is very clear about talking about manna. It says, in the wilderness, he fed you manna, which your fathers did not know of, that he might humble you and you might he might test you to do good for others. And I believe that God wants you to do good for humanity. So think about manna in two ways. He wants to give you physical manna, or maybe he's going to use you to give physical manna to another. But then manna also is spiritual. The Bible tells us that Jesus is the bread of life. And I think as he's talking to the disciples, he's talking to them on two levels. One, he's trying to explain to them manna physically, but two, he's trying to explain to them manna spiritually. Let me ask you right now, are you relying on the bread from heaven? Are you allowing God's Word to penetrate your heart? Are you sitting and soaking and bathing in the Word of God? Are you allowing the precepts of the Lord to be new every morning in your life? Are you just letting the Word of God be real and raw and honest? He's trying to talk to the disciples. Now, remember, I love to teach you and coach you. Put yourself on that hillside with the multitude. And when Jesus said that to them, begin to think, what did he mean by that? Whenever you read the word of God, say, Jesus, what do you mean by that? Explain that to me. So this morning when I was sharing and thinking and praying with God, because my sharing is I talk to God. I say, God, what do you mean? Talk to me. What do you mean? And he said, Tammy, I have manna for you in the physical realm and in the spiritual realm. And ironically, that was right before I ran into the homeless woman. And God said, can you be the manna in her life today? Can you share what I've given you with her today? So be real with that. But number two, I want to go on because I think it's really, really good. He goes on, he says, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now, if you've ever read the Lord's Prayer out loud, maybe at church or in a, in a theater when everybody said, let's read, let's say the Lord's Prayer together. This is the one verse that everybody either messes up or gets confused because this translates in a couple different ways in the Bible. In Matthew, it's called debts. And then you might read in, in Luke, he calls it actually... Um, your sins or your trespasses and so i want to talk to you a little bit about those words it says forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors or even forgive us our trespasses the word trespass actually conveys the meaning of owing financially or moral obligation to somebody so when you're going to sit in this particular passage when you when you read the lord's prayer and you sit in this particular verse and you say lord forgive me my debts As I forgive my debtors you know the greatest debt we owe is the the debt of our sin you know Christ came and he paid a debt he did not owe you redeemed freedom and salvation through Jesus Christ so when Jesus is teaching the multitudes and the disciples he's saying I want you to learn how to forgive others this is a beautiful passage in forgiveness so sometimes what I like to do when I read the word is I have pen and paper and and I begin to just write down things in my life. And I'll say, God, here's some areas that I need to forgive others. Here's some debts I need to let go. Maybe someone hurt me with their words. Maybe they even financially owe me something, and I'm holding it over their head, at least in my thoughts and my memory. And God says, let it go. You know, I love the love chapter, actually, in 1 Corinthians 13. And the Bible says, he walks through all the things about love. Don't you just, this is so cool. And he says, the last thing he says, love keeps no record of wrongdoing. And you may be keeping a record of wrongdoing. Maybe you need to forgive a debt because Jesus Christ forgave you all of your debts and you need to forgive your debtors. So whether it's sin or trespasses or debts, as you read the Lord's Prayer, begin to give forgiveness where you need to give forgiveness and just let the debts go. This third one is the hardest one, I think, and it's the hardest one to explain and maybe even the hardest one to understand. The Bible tells us, it's really, really interesting um, about temptation. He said, read with me this. He said, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. I spent a lot of time thinking about this one. Matter of fact, I sat down with my husband, who's the pastor, and we just theologically kind of struggled through this one. Because I know that the Bible tells me that God never leads me or never tempts me with something beyond what? That which i'm able matter of fact we're going to look at that verse in first corinthians in a minute but as i began to research this passage the bible is very clear if you go back to chapter four of matthew the bible says the spirit of the lord led jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil very clear he led jesus and i understand that because we have to know that jesus was tempted in all ways yet without sin therefore we know he's every sin you will ever encounter every temptation you will ever have Jesus understands. He can bear all of our burdens. So I understand that, that he was tempted. And remember, this is very important. Listen to me. Temptation is not the sin. It's giving in to temptation that's the sin. So you can be tempted and say no to temptation, and you have not sinned. So don't feel because you're tempted to do something that you're sinning. When you give in to the temptation is when you've sinned. So the Bible says, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So I believe Jesus was teaching his disciples, you are going to be tempted. And there may even be times where I am leading you down a path that may be a test for you, that may be a temptation for you. But what I want you to do is I want you to pray. I want you to pray that you can overcome the evil one. I love this verse. I wanna read it to you um, in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation, no temptation, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common with man, because remember Jesus went through every temptation, God is faithful, and he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. It does not say that he won't allow you to be tempted, but it does say that he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with that temptation will provide a way of escape that you will be able to endure it. So you see, there may be times where the temptation is so great and you wanna do something, you wanna think something, you wanna act on something. And listen, the beauty of being a believer of Jesus Christ is he's given us a free will. He's given all of us a free will. So you can say no to sin. You don't have to say yes. The temptation may come, but you have the option, the opportunity, and the choice to say no to sin. And what happens every time you say no to sin, you strengthen your spine against the enemy. You say no to the enemy. I will not fall to this sin, to this trespass, to this temptation, I will say no. And why does does the Lord allow it? Or the Holy Spirit even lead us in that way? To show us the strength that we have in saying no. Every time I say no to a temptation and to a sin, I'm stronger. So what I want you to understand right now in this passage is every morning and ever since I've really understood this, this last couple of weeks, I wake up on my prayer walk and I say, Lord, lead me not into temptation today. Deliver me from the evil one. I realize the enemy's desires are to kill, rob, and destroy. But would you put a hedge of protection where I'm not tempted? Will you provide a way of escape for me when temptation comes? Will you help me see where I'm being tempted? Things that I might want to say yes to because my flesh wants them and desires them. Can you teach me how to say no? That's what Jesus was teaching on this hillside to the multitude. Remember, this is that part of the Lord's Prayer that's about us. And all of these things Jesus wants to teach you, how to forgive others, how to say no to sin, how to look for manna and be a resource to the kingdom. So I love the Lord's Prayer. We could go on and on and on. I want to conclude in our last podcast together the end of the Lord's Prayer, which is a beautiful tribute to God. But take some time to listen to this. Would you share this with others? I really believe that there's a lot of meat here that others need to hear. And whether, you're, again, you're listening on our podcast, our YouTube, listen to all of these uh, in this series of the Lord's Prayer. I think there's there's new teaching, there's manna, there's depth in what we're teaching here. So pass these on to your friends. I'm so glad that you joined us today. God bless you. Have a great day, and I look forward to our last podcast together in this series together. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotzenPeller.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless.